0: It's time for This Week in WordPress, episode number 140, entitled Black Friday, Hot or Not? I'm joined as always by Paul Lacey, but for the very first time by Christina Hawkins and after a little break we've got Vito Peleg back as well. What are we talking about today? Well, we talk about the latest updates to WordPress core. There's an article over on WP Tavern which asks us to consider what we should be thinking about during the Thanksgiving Black Friday season. Kinster have got a new APM tool for measuring the performance of your website. Would you like something to be included into WordPress Core? 5.7 is just around the corner. Perhaps we can discuss our wish list. Genesis custom blocks get a mention as well. And also, we talk about the plugin company behind the WP Builds podcast for this week. That's WP Manage Ninja. And finally, there is a monolith which appears and then disappears in Utah. What's that all about? Find out. Stay tuned. This week in WordPress, coming up next. This week in WordPress was brought to you today by WP Ultimo. They're entering the final week of their Black Friday Cyber Monday season promo. Hurry up and get your lifetime WP Ultimo license with 35% off. That's a saving of $174. Head over to WPUltimo.com forward slash Black Friday 2020. Hello. Hello, hello. Hopefully, you can all hear me. Hello, welcome once again. I keep wanting to say the WP builds weekly WordPress news, but two weeks ago, we changed its name. It's now called This Week in WordPress, which I think is far more pithy, unless you turn it into an acronym, in which case it's. and it's very difficult to say. So we'll just stick with this week in WordPress. Gonna do some brief introductions, if that's okay. I'm gonna ask you just to introduce yourself and give, you, give yourselves the elevator pitch. Um, three people on the call with me today. I've got Vito Peleg, Paul Lacey, and Christina. So we'll start with Vito. Hi, Vito, introduce yourselves. Tell us who you are. Hello, uh,
1: it's been a while since I've been here. I missed yeah. you guys. Uh, I'm Vito. I'm the founder of WP Feedback, uh, which is a platform that helps uh, WordPress professionals deliver projects faster.
0: That is good. That is like super pithy. (laughs) That's really good. Thank you very much for joining us, Vito. As always, joined by Paul Lacey each and every week. Pleasure to have you again, Paul. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing good. But what does pithy mean, like officially? What does that mean?
0: Like shorter, a lot shorter. Shorter.
2: Okay, I'm going to try and do a pithy one then. Okay. So, Paul here from the Dicky Bird Studio, WordPress agency in the UK. That's
0: nice. That is pithy. That's I would say yeah. that's that is the the epitome of very, uh, pithy. <laughs> that pity. Very pithy. That says pithy. Very good. And finally, somebody new that we've not had on before, Christina Hawkins. Tell us about yourself, Christina. Uh,
3: yes, I own Global Specs Internet Marketing uh, here in Houston, Texas, and I'm also uh, a coach. Yeah, for WP Elevation, and I run the Houston WordPress Meetup and uh on the board of the Houston Interactive Marketing Association so
0: yeah, you're busy you're really busy yeah, yeah. Um, uh, re- really appreciate anybody joining us from silly o'clock and I don't know quite what time it is there but I think it's eight something in uh, Houston that's so rad. appreciate yeah thank you so much uh, in the past we always used to throw up the comments at the beginning of the show because it never the, the show was live and that was kind of what we did with it but now we're kind of repurposing it so if you're making comments um, please I will put them on the screen but I, I might not reference them until we get to the main content itself if that's okay just just a couple of brief things, i have put the screen on, we are WP Builds, we're kind of like a WordPress network, we produce lots of content each week, we're going to be repurposing this into a podcast episode, and then on a Thursday, every Thursday, we produce a podcast episode. You can find all of that in this archives button at the top of the menu. Um, we have a Black Friday deals page going on at the minute. It's wpbuilds.com forward slash black. If you're into looking for WordPress deals, then this is the page. go. Look at that one, front and center. There's an interesting company right there in purple. <laughs> WP Feedback Pro right at the top. That's really cool. Um, so, yeah, if you go over to this page, you can click this button and search for all sorts of deals. And hopefully they are accurate at the time. They should depublish themselves. So that's what that page is all about. This is the main newsletter though. Go to news.wpbuilds.com and you can find our newsletter. And look, Paul threw together some album art. I say look, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but Paul has thrown together some album art, including him himself and myself, all kind of like blued out. Like we've basically we look like we're underwater. Um mm-hmm. but it that's it really nice. It. Yeah, I like it. WP builds, news.wpbuilds.com to keep up to date with that some um, bubbles. put some bubbles, put some bubbles yes. on the next <laughs> Let's do that, that right next <laughs> time <laughs> yeah. we do that. What do you reckon though? Do you? Do, uh, we moved over to a new platform, and this is the new platform, It just give them a plug for free. I've got no skin in the game. This is a company called curated.co, and it allows you to make these kind of newsletters with a Chrome extension, which I really like. Um, it just makes the whole process a ton easier. I was doing them previously in Gutenberg, which was t- totally adequate. But this is just so much quicker, and I really nice. like I really like the way that they look. SAS, where SAS is due, I would say. Mm. We've got an ad this week. I hope nobody minds. But we've um, we've been contacted by the guys over at WP Ultimo who want us to mention something because they've got a little Black Friday deal. So I'm just going to quickly put this up. I hope you guys don't mind. And uh, the text that I've been given, WP Ultimo, say that they're entering the final week of their Black Friday Cyber Monday season promo. Uh, There's not long left. You've got to hurry up and get your lifetime WP Ultimo license with 35% off. That's a possible saving of $174. You can see the link on the page, wpultimo.com forward slash black dash Friday dash 2020. So yeah, props to WP Ultimo. Thank you very much for sponsoring this episode of This Week in WordPress. Right, should we get stuck into it? Why not? Okay. Paul, do you want to kick us off? It's probably not going to be the article that I'm showing on the screen. You're probably going to get stuck into WordPress core, I think, aren't you?
2: Uh, yeah, there's, a, there's an article out on the WordPress.org um, blog, which is about the, um, the upcoming 5.6 version, which I think last week was in Release Candidate and They've, uh, Michelle Butcher-Jones has put a blog post out called WordPress 5.6 Field Guide. And I think this is essentially, <clears throat> if, the, if they happened to be watching last week or listening, they would have known that we mentioned the release candidate, but we couldn't really figure out what was in it um, because you know we couldn't find the list of different things. So they've kind of, perhaps they were listening and they've, they've created a guide to exactly what is in that post. And the, I think the main thing about 5.6, which I think is um, scheduled to release on something of December, I think it was, I can't remember which date it is, but um, one of the main things about 5.6 that they highlight right at the top of the article is that the, the, the release squad. So that doesn't mean everyone who's involved in it, but the, the core release squad uh, for the version 5.6 is an all woman and non binary release squad. And um they're looking to, and basically there's a bunch of things that they then say that um, are in this particular release. There is uh, a fair few of kind of technical kind of things that I guess we're just happy that are there that that, that get done. Things like the API is getting improved in a different way. Um, we've got some auto-updates for things like uh, you can set core, major versions of the core WordPress itself to have auto-updates and stuff like that. Um, the block editor has got a bunch of changes as well. And... Um, so with the block editor, what's interesting to me on this one is it kind of shows which versions of. I don't know if you can hear the phone ring in there. Sorry. You
0: no, know. no, I can't. Good, good.
2: Um, the it shows that this particular release of WordPress includes the block editor changes from version 8.6, 8.7 through to 9.2 of the block editor plugin, the Gutenberg plugin. So it kind of shows you know how many iterations of the Gutenberg plugin you get in a in a particular WordPress release. I imagine in those different um, releases of the Gutenberg editor that features uh, get introduced, they get taken away when they're seen that yep. they're not that useful, for instance. So that was interesting to me to kind of, for them to kind of summarize that, you know, that this particular release has is, is got an amalgamation of a whole load of different uh, block editor re- releases. Then there's a bunch of stuff around site health, there's some stuff around PHP, PHP 8 readiness, and also they're pushing forward their um, jQuery move. So they're calling it a part two of a three-step plan for upgrading the version of jQuery bundled with the core. So the first step when they did it last release obviously broke a lot of websites. They released a plugin that patched that for people and puts lots of uh, alerts in in your site. And I think that they're hoping that all the major plugin creators and theme creators will continue to update their plugins in readiness for the final part three, which um, I think is coming in 5.7 next year. So that's that's a quick summary. There's a ton of other stuff, and there is a blog post about that on the make.wordpress.org site.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been an interesting, interesting, well, I think, we've, what have we got now? We've got about eight days, so final release for 5.7 is the 8th of December, if memory serves correctly. Um, thank you, Paul. Thanks for doing that. I really appreciate that. We'll get on to this article. I'm showing an article which was produced by Justin Tadlock on WP Tavern called Something to be Thankful for. We'll get to that in a moment, but we'll split this, split this piece up into two bits of news, because it is about Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Um, we've been talking for the last couple of weeks about all the stuff which was going to happen during Black Friday and Cyber Monday, but I just want to do a quick round robin, if that's all right. What actually did happen? I was very, very good. I bought um, some hardware, some Google hardware, and as yet, I've got about four tabs open for plugins that I'm thinking of buying. One is WP Livestream, which will enable me to do this, uh, and I'll never have to enter another short code ever again. I've kind of got that one on the hook. I'm thinking about getting that. Another one that I'm thinking about is WP Grid Builder. I think it's called. It's like a it enables you to do like faceted search. That's the other one that I'm kind of interested in. But I don't know. Let's start with Christina. Have you, how did you how did you uh, cope with Black Friday?
3: <laughs> I you know last year, prior years, I was really bad. I would just go bananas, maybe spent about a hundred bucks this year. Nothing. I, I really kind of looked at everything that I had and either they already renewed last month, or I just was like, you know, re- you know, If it- here's the thing I'm learning about this stuff is that if, if I buy it with the intention that maybe I'll use it, then I don't buy it. I just got to stop going down that path and just be like, all right, if I need it, I've thought about it. I really wanted it. Then I'll do it. But this year, not Yeah, It was pretty good this year. So do do you think
0: that it's just wearing thin? Do you think that you're just becoming a bit more capable of coping with it because you've just been through it a number of times?
3: Yes. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I'll bet, you know, just, and that and I have a team now. And so I can't just have a, business. So I have to kind of look at the budget and I have to look at profit ratio and, you know, where's my money going? And so that I look at about weekly. I have an air table. I look at all my subscriptions and it gets pretty high up there. So I have to kind of be yes. careful about it now.
0: <laughs> you, you actually do that. You you look on a sort of weekly basis. Weekly. You check what you wow. Is Yeah. Right. yeah.
3: Wow. It, there's things like the servers. Like we, I just uh, upgraded one of our servers you know, and that was more important than, you know, a Black Friday deal on something. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you. That's good. What about you, Vito?
1: Hey, I bought loads of furniture. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, was a, that was great
1: timing on that. Um, on software, nothing really. Uh, like uh, this time but for for us it was incredible we kind of uh, flipped the concept of black friday i had a feeling that this black friday is going to be different than the ones before because of the pandemic and because of uh, uh just the pandemic got people more conscious about their uh about their spendings so yeah. it's not really that everyone was in a a thriving mode as, as it was like last year yeah. uh, it was more of um yeah people are kind of like Looking into the different things, so we flipped the concept on its head and released that free domain, uh, one one license uh, for free, and that was insane. That was just insane. Uh, like the floodgates just opened for the past few days, uh, and we're closing it up in a couple of hours also. Uh, but yeah, so for me this Black Friday I was more on the on the other side uh, rather than uh, buying loads of stuff. Uh, you know, even though. Uh, it is fun you know it's fun to, to do the shopping sprees
0: yeah <laughs> how about furniture furniture is a good one. But yeah that was a yeah. good that was great yeah you, know, you can actually sit on it a you know, utilitarian use for it i think that's
3: yeah. what i'm trying to look at now is is just stuff furniture personal stuff is probably going to yeah. spend some time this today on finding things like that but for the business yeah,
0: yeah. right i ended up spending more time looking at stuff in Shops, you know, like Amazon, mm-hmm. general stuff as opposed to software yes. stuff this year. I definitely spent more time looking at that, which is not what the way I played it before. What about you, Paul?
2: um Yeah, it's funny. I wonder if we hadn't had the pandemic, if we all would have done our usual digital spending spree that we normally do. Because I'm similar to uh, Christina in that, you know, normally I would go bananas on, although you mentioned that, you know, you go bananas and spend $100. And in my circles, that's just getting started with, uh, when it comes to Word. <laughs> um, not anymore though, not anymore. I'm pretty sure last year I probably spent near enough $1,000 on WordPress and SaaS-type deals and stuff, and this year I've not bought any. I've bought a bunch of Xbox games, and I might buy a, the Smash Balloon plugin because we do need that for a couple of things. There's Christopher Hughes who probably has spent over $1,000 easily on plugins. <laughs> And because uh, yeah. I know I know Christopher spends Chris spends a lot of money um, on deals, stocking up for his different clients and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, quite quite honestly, I'm I'm a bit though out of the bubble these days. I'm I'm not in all of the Facebook groups, and I, I think that you know the way the algorithm works of social media was hyping me up over the last few years to, to totally feel like I'd be missing out on this or missing out on that. So no, I haven't really spent that much money. Uh, like I say, some Xbox games. Um, I'm super happy that uh, Vito, your your reverse deal has worked out because I think you do need to. Oh my gosh, 5k more at least. Oh, just, no. just to give context, if
0: you're listening on the audio, Chris has just posted that yeah. it. it's yeah. north of 5,000 dollars. Yay, Chris!
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, Chris. Chris is keeping the 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 WordPress Black Friday industry yeah. <laughs> going at the moment. Keeping There's the dream alive. Else to find. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I do I I read somewhere recently, and it kind of goes to the point that Christina was making earlier that somebody said basically if you don't need it, I mean literally need yeah. it. Yeah. If you no, that wasn't the phrase. The phrase was if you can't mm-hmm. use it immediately, oh, then right. don't buy it. Yeah. Um, and that I was just an tell interesting. You how
3: quote. many I have this lifetime licenses for things that I thought yeah. I would use or I'd go back to it, and I never. I never really did, so I have yeah. To be
1: careful. No, if you don't implement things, something straight away, mm-hmm. it just stays on the shelf, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. that's the
0: problem with software. Yeah, um, yeah. Paul, just uh, uh, your to your point about Facebook ads and things. I, I did. I mention this the other week. I tried an experiment out where I deliberately went around searching for things in Facebook that I knew I had no interest in, <laughs> and um, and in this case, it was kickboxing. I, I I've lit- if I see kickboxing, it's like. No interest to in me at all. <laughs> so I went searching for kickboxing, and now I'm just flooded with kickboxing content, which is great because I just, nah, nah, nah. But, uh But now the problem, the reverse problem is I'm going to be, you know, inundated with this stuff for weeks. <laughs> all I wanted well, to do is to go away tomorrow, when, Nathan, uh, away tomorrow. In a couple
1: of weeks, you're you're taking uh, kickboxing lessons, <laughs> yeah, you got all the it. gloves, that's you got everything, it. you know.
0: Yeah, I'll see so much of it. Um, <laughs> but that nicely brings us to the point of, why we sort of started discussing that and it was this article over on wp tavern. and i'll mention the name again it was something to be thankful for do you want to take this one paul introduce it what it's yeah. all about
2: Sure. yeah so it's a it's a it's an article by justin tadlock it's called something to be thankful for because it's obviously a reference to thanksgiving uh but actually the article is in kind of two parts because he starts mentioning mentioning the the Black Friday stuff and he said that you know a year ago they did a roundup of deals happening throughout the WordPress ecosystem and he said that this year they're not running that post and he said it just doesn't feel right to do that. He also references um, another article written by um, George Alaru from Pixelgrade that we covered a few weeks ago as well called I discount, you discount, we both lose. I know Vito knows of this post as well. I know he's seen it, um, which talks about software shouldn't be treated like perishable food. You know, it should be um, if you need it, it. It's it's not a perishable food item. So so basically, that article by Pixelgrade was very much talking about their software and their products that they sell, and how they just disagree with the whole concept of this race to the bottom, discounting. I know, Vito, you disagree with this stuff as well, with your product yeah. as well. You don't have that mindset of, you know, we need to do what everyone else is doing and sell this all no, cheap. No. So, yeah, so what, what Justin said in the first part of his article is that they've decided not, he's decided not to write that this article with a summary of all the deals this year. And he thinks that over time, over the year, this year that's gone, next year that's coming, he will highlight the products that he think are particularly useful and and at the time when they seem to be relevant to talk to the community about so that's the first thing that he that he talks about um the second part of the article is the the thanks the thanksgiving part where he kind of mentions um talking about what he's thankful for and obviously it's a bit of a weird year that we all know about and everything and he's He's saying that they had, you know, his family had to cancel the Thanksgiving reunion that they had and stuff like that because of obvious reasons. And he's also saying that the thing he's genuine, genuinely most thankful for after uh, writing for the WordPress Tavern for just over a year now is just such a wonderful journey he's had communicating with the community. He also says that sometimes he can be a little bit negative about things. I, I don't agree with that. I don't think he is. Um, But uh, he's saying that the reason he does that is for the benefit of the community. So he's trying to be as honest as possible about how he feels about different different things. And he's basically saying that he's looking forward to next year and that hopefully we've all got a bit more of a sensible head on us this year, thanks to the pandemic, that we're not just all racing to the bottom and we're all revisiting what we think is important in life and in business and stuff like that. That's what I took from his article. So I think there's two points to discuss there. There's you know has has the black friday thing uh is it gone forever now in in the in the way that it was and secondly you know what are people thankful for this year uh, after everything that's happened
0: we don't really do thanksgiving in fact we don't do thanksgiving at all mm. it was only the other the other year that i finally worked out what it was about and it is interesting that but the turkeys, right? Well, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, but it's interesting that this shopping sale, I mean, I don't know what it's like in North America, but here, Black Friday is the only thing of interest at this time of the year. In other words, you have Halloween, well, more or less a month away, in the past, and then you've got the the build up to Black Friday, which and Cyber Monday, which stand completely alone. And I just wonder, if, from a, from an American perspective, it must be kind of weird to have Thanksgiving, which is almost a bit like Christmas, right? It, everything stops, mm-hmm. botted up to this holiday. And I just wondered if everybody's sitting at the phone when they're supposed to be doing their Thanksgiving dinner, checking out the latest Black Friday deals. You know, what's the what's it like?
3: Well, like ten years ago it was a uh, family time. You're prepping to go shopping Friday. You, that's the time you're, you know, you would have family and they're visiting and all of us not because I never did it. I was never interested in standing in line for any kind of store, but they, you know, they would rush to Friday morning and it was an all day was bonanza. You know, we could get LCD TVs for 500 bucks, you know? And so it was just this, and I think also you in the U S you pr- practically have Thursday and Friday off. So it was the perfect time to have all day Friday shopping. So I don't know if that just kind of migrated over into Europe as these Friday, the Friday thing. And that's really just cause we had Friday off. Um, and then right. Cyber Monday started what about five years ago? Well, not five, no, 10 years ago as well, but you know, it's grown now. I think I read, uh, that it was up 3% this year in Cyber Monday, uh, more so than it was the prior year because of the pandemic. But, um, yeah, Friday they said uh, empty. Malls are empty. You can see pictures of New York City empty. It's just the strangest thing for uh, a, a Friday on, on that, something like that. So
0: That is fascinating because it, it feels to me, like we mentioned earlier, it feels to me as if I'm better equipped to deal with it. Psychologically, I don't feel the same kind of pressure. When I see the slew of emails coming in, I'm far better equipped to just sort of take the deal and look at the deal and be realistic and weigh it up and balance it than I ever have been. And I feel that for, as time goes on, I'll become only better prepared and probably more skinflint than I am already. But my kids, my kids who are, you know, just old enough to kind of get online and shop, they're totally into it. It was like, you know, been talking about it for ages. So, you know, as one generation passes out one end, another generation just come along the conveyor belt and they're ready to ready to take over the mantle. It's not WordPress plugins, but yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting. I, I think this whole Thanksgiving thing is quite nice. There's a few nice comments at the bottom of this article where people like David McCann, who we know, um, mentioned that he's really thankful for Gutenberg and, and various other things as well. Uh, Topher uh, is saying all sorts of things that he's happy about, including the WordPress community and so on. It's Just a really nice piece. Okay. Anything to add to that, Vito, or do you, do you want us to crack on?
1: Um, I would say that, like, um, talking about your point about black friday how it is here in the uk compared to it is a it is an american holiday that kind of uh, came onto here but we have boxing dates very much the yeah. same uh, it just doesn't yeah. it didn't uh, go into the software world yet
0: yeah uh, but, uh, <laughs> it'll but be I, unboxing day but uh but
1: but i think that the point of it is or uh, uh, the the reason why it became such a big thing and it's a it's a thing it's like it's a holiday. It's like the software people's holiday or the product makers' holiday all over the world. Um, there is another one in China, like the bachelor's uh, the bachelor's day single in China, day, isn't it? Single day, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, they 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 do these kind of things as a way of pushing um, attention or gra- grabbing the attention of a lot of people at the same time because people's people's attention span is getting shorter by the minute, right? As as, uh, a, as a technology and as we all kind of evolve. And uh, it's very hard to grab someone's attention for a sustained amount of time. And Black Friday, I think Black Friday, Cyber Monday, these type of holidays are a great opportunity for product makers to really um, a, a be out there because that's a time of year where people are actually looking you right. know I, I think that a lot of you know it's it might not be as uh, as uh, insane as it as it's been in previous years and so on but still most people have 300 500 bucks in their pocket that they know that they're going to spend over this time uh, which means that they're going into um, a, a, into like research mode trying to figure out which software, it deserves my money or which software deserves my attention. Uh, So it's a beautiful time for product makers to really uh, try and stand out uh, doing things. That's what, that's what we try to do. We try to kind of when the ocean is completely red, because every product in the world is promoting at the same time, we try to just dive deeper, Uh, but not from the, from the point of uh, discount, but from the point of understanding that people will give us their attention and how can we serve them in that and not only compete on these $300 that they have now, but they're going to have $300 more next month also uh, yeah. that you might get. But, but if you lose it now, you're probably not going to get it then.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting in that I, I just see this avalanche of email. That's kind of my experience of Black Friday at the moment is a, an avalanche of email. Like if I open up my inbox now,
1: Yeah, I've I've
0: got about 25 on open today. I mean, I'm subscribed to every list, so I probably have a slightly different experience and I don't unsubscribe to anything because I want to know what's going on in WordPress. But it is just like cutting through that noise is so difficult. And, you know, you basically got the name of the product as the subject. uh, Sorry, as the, you know, the person sending the email. Then you've got like four words, probably. Yeah, four words and then I'm lost. You know, I'll (laughs) read it and then it just goes away. So it's just tough. It's really tough. And I do feel a bit sad. Um, for the you know the multitude of plugins out there that are trying to make some noise and get themselves recognized and what have you, and this this must be harder than than any time of the year. Anyway, go and check this article out. It's really cool. It's a really nice piece by. So Justin. what I'm saying
1: is that it's actually a lot easier than any time of uh, any other time of the year, and yeah, that is something understood. to to consider. Especially, I know you're working on a SaaS yourself, uh, so probably need to start working on your next year's Black Friday strategy, Nathan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's it it begins tomorrow yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um Paul do you want to take the next one as well we're going to move on to a different article which I think it's a really nice one. It's just in Tadlock again, um, WordPress 5.7, which is just around the corner. The article's called Wishlist, save block editor settings per user. That kind of bit isn't really what we'll discuss, I don't suppose, but I'll leave it to you, Paul. I think somebody, I don't know if it, I think it might be you, Vito. The, the, um, the mouse is quite a noisy oh, mouse. That's okay, no worries. We
1: go. So I threw away my massive oh. pad. To get yeah. my
0: That's right. yeah, you, got, you bought the expensive noisy mouse that you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: you need to get a nice silent mouse from yeah. the Monday try. deal on Amazon. Yeah. Why not? Well, I, I,
1: uh, no, I used to have like this Galaxy uh, massive uh, like, mouse pad that went all over the table, uh, but oh, yeah. it just became so dirty. So when we moved, I just chucked away. And now <laughs> everything yeah. is sliding. It's time to go. Is, <laughs> time <yeah>.
2: to go. <laughs> yeah. Right
0: it's over to you, Paul.
2: Wish. Yeah. Lists. So the article from uh, Justin. It, Justin's done. I think all of them this week. Uh, from from the ones that we're covering on the tavern for for sure. Um, it's there's there's kind of a call for uh, the ability for the general settings in the block editor for for five point for WordPress five point seven that you can save the general settings per user. Um, it's not really justifying an article in itself, I don't think, but I think the article is really saying, what do you want for version 5.7 of Gutenberg, or or, sorry, WordPress? Um, What's on your list? And I mean, I can kick off with with what I want, having started to use it a little bit more. Um, Personally, If uh, Matt, if you're listening, I'm sure you are, uh, what I'd like you to push through, regardless of um, whether anyone else agrees a little bit like what you did when you went full screen mode, could you make it so there's a quicker way for me to get straight to the block patterns because I'm using the block patterns a lot and I'm showing clients block patterns and I'm generally pressing plus, moving, press browse all, going to the patterns tab and then choosing my pattern. So if you could do something about that, Matt, that would be absolutely fantastic, for 5.7. Just push it through, push it through like yeah. the last time. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I like it. No, that's a really, that would be a really useful feature, I think. Mm. I'll do mine next because um, I'll give the other two a chance to think if they've got something up their sleeve that they quite like in WordPress. Yeah. Can Um, we just
2: say that Chris is just coming out with more honesty and he's just pushed (laughs) up his. His budget that he's not Okay, right. Stop, tomorrow, Hold on. Let's let's pause the screen
0: a moment and uh, all right. Here we go. Let's go back to the the story from a moment ago. What have we got? Chris Hughes. Oh, okay. Here he comes. Here he comes. Right. EDD. Oh, EDD. Twelve hundred dollars on EDD. Fifteen hundred on public Connect. Sumo He spent over a one and a half thousand dollars funnel oh gosh. just to start. And they say says so probably near a ten k to be oh honest. I haven't gosh. added it all up. <laughs>
3: I think
2: Chris, I think you win. To talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but now he's back down to Earth. Look, full screen mode is highly annoying. <laughs> oh, horrible. yeah. My, um, my wish would be to have a usable excerpt section in the in a Gutenberg post because I always fill out the excerpts to every single post that I write, and it's always longer than the space provided because on I've got a few plugins which push that right to the bottom, It means that when you fill it out, it just fills it up too quickly and it doesn't expand. And if you try to expand it, it anyway, it just doesn't work. Can we please put it somewhere more useful or at least make it three times as as high? So Matt, if you're watching, please, could we have an excerpts box which is three times as high or some kind of full screen mode for excerpts? That's what we all really want, a full screen excerpts mode. Right, okay. Christina, any suggestions for
3: 5.7? Stop asking me to get a tour of Gutenberg every time I load my screen. Oh. (laughs) "Oh, Yes, no, (laughs) Gutenberg, click out. I know it's half a second, but every time. And again, I manage 120 websites, so it's just like, oh, there it is again. And I (laughs) think it's looking for something, as well as the full screen. I'm like, I hate not seeing, I want my full screen. And I have to say my clients would say the same thing. They're a little annoyed with, with the extra clicks you have to do to do what we used to do very, very simply. So I love blocks. I'm I'm more and more becoming a fan of it and I, I like it. But there's another thing that kind of is annoying is is the blocks, separate blocks per paragraph, right? And so yes, it's kind of nice I can move them up and down, but I wish there was some feature I don't have separate blocks. Like it just just a block of all my text and not every time I hit enter a new block shows up. Um, It just sometimes makes it hard if I need to make edits and changes. The third thing is HTML mode. I I feel like that's an extra four or five steps for me to do HTML mode. And it's easy for me to see it. But when my clients try and do it, they they don't, they, they, they like the old text HTML tabs. And it's hard for me to explain why they switched it out. Um, and And even the HTML block editor, uh, maybe one block it's just not what I'm looking for I'm looking for more of a, a bigger viewpoint um so yeah there's just got some more tweaks to do on it but
0: I'll tell you what Matt Matt's got his work out this week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> several <laughs> orders coming from uh, from all of us this is you great. know
2: um what I what I loved about that was uh I, I'm just shocked Christina that you're struggling to explain to your clients the reasons why WordPress has changed some things and the way they have, but mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much my day as well. Every time I'm introducing the yeah. block editor, but I, I, I know, know I'm bashing the block editor again.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But you know, I'm yeah.
2: sure it'll get there in the end. But it is, you know. So, so Paul, what, why is this like this? Well. well it's probably best we don't get into it <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: yeah. yeah well the truth is you don't know why it's like that And you you didn't no, even know it was coming yeah. to be like that you know it yeah. just yeah. well it just showed up today basically yeah. you yeah. know yeah. Um, Bernard says he doesn't like it either but the
2: handling of metadata is even worse oh, okay yeah mm, definitely going. the metadata yeah. things like ACF pods One more uh, thing. those kind of things. The permalink. You're link. on a roll. I'm permalink. That was mine, Christina. The
3: permalink. You go for it. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: now let's like, finish <laughs> Christina's first. Then we'll come. Back and well, over.
3: They're too close to the, the learn more about permalinks and the permalink itself. How many times have I clicked that dag on what is a permalink, Opens and not the, permal- the actual link itself? Yeah. And it's not clear without showing the little uh, editor icon on there for my clients that this is where you can change your file name. Like they can't, they don't understand that, you know. Remember
0: in the previous version, so I guess 5.5 and before, you could edit it right above the title, which was the best place for it. It was that as soon as I saw that, I thought, oh, that's a good idea. And then, uh, like six weeks later, it's Oh, that was a bad idea. Where obviously, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that's well, we have to be the ones to answer yeah.
3: this question, so it takes a lot of time every time I get an email from a client. Hey, wh- where do I change the file name? So, but,
0: you yeah. know what? It, it just opens up a can of worms, does it? The more you think about it, the more things you you can sort of sort of get uh, get you know uptight about. And it's interesting because Justin does make the point, as Paul said, you know, he sort of feels sometimes he's being critical, but it, it's not really, is it? Yeah. We're just I offer. Useful. We're in the front
3: lines. I have comments every single day with somebody about this. That's
0: right. Yeah, exactly. Right, Vito. Off you go. (laughs) So I have have one about the the link.
1: So I, I can never get to the page. You know, it's always like uh, you create the page and then there's like seven to ten seconds of the mouse going around. Like the oh, cursor yeah, the WordPress logo, you know?
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, my cursor, you know, just trying to find where it is. So oh, I know, see. Going with it around the page, <laughs> where was it again, where was it again, until you get to it. <laughs> uh, but uh, so that's what that's my thing about Gutenberg. But I would say like that uh, bigger problem uh, uh, for me is the notices. I think it just got really out of hand, mm-hmm. and this is definitely something that uh, they need to take care of um, ASAP. You know, like you go to a page, uh, you go to a website, uh, and uh, you have like twenty. You know, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're using something like Main WP or Managed WP, which has kind of silently updated scores of things, right. and then you finally log in, is like, oh, go in exactly. Quite a few things to dismiss here. We talked about this. Was it last week, Paul? Did we go on about this yeah. last week? Yeah, well, right. I I said, and I don't know if anybody agreed with me, but I thought it might be quite a nice idea to have a notifications menu in WP Admin right. where all of that stuff goes, you know. There's you already really one there, just,
1: just not in Yeah,
0: no, I mean, for adverts and, you know, yeah. promos and updates and all of that, it just Perfect. goes into this notifications area. And, yeah, anyway, so. Yeah,
2: we we suggested that you could, you know, decide to dismiss all marketing messages. You could see yep. because I think the reason we talked about it was because there was an article about um should there be a notification when a plugin changes ownership. That was it. Yeah. So that was it. Right.
3: Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a lo- Yeah. If you could just have a little bell like most other SaaS programs, right. a little yeah. red icon that says here's all the recent notifications. Exactly. Like one of my Resulted. other SaaS programs. Yeah. Yep. Instead yep. of but yep. when the client logs in, there's like five and it's actually pushed everything down. And I get an email that says, "Do I need any of this stuff? What do I need to do with this?" I'm like, all right, another email, everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, <okay>.
0: yeah. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it, it just freaks them yeah.
1: out. It rightfully so, it freaks yeah. them out. But like, and and also there is no um, hierarchy to those notifications. So yes, some should be there. Like, yes, you're looking some for sure. update or something. That's sure. cool, you know. But there is no differentiation. It's yeah, crazy. that's a
0: good point. Yeah. So basically, this notification is is for admins only. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, maybe somebody will abuse right. that and put an advert in for a, any user role. But, you know, they quickly get roasted, yeah. wouldn't they, and appropriately exactly. in their ways. Yeah. And if you go to those SaaS products, it's like that that list of notification just goes on and on forever, doesn't it? You know, it's not like it's deleted. I suppose you can dismiss them. But in my case, the SaaS app that I'm thinking about, it just they just keep scrolling. So I can just keep going. Yeah. And so there's a history so of everything that that sidebar.
1: Yeah. 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 And
0: we've just solved the world. The four of <laughs> us. She's to a we should guy. not be put in charge of the <laughs> Let's make that clear. Put uh, the plug on it. <laughs> <laughs> brand, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, okay. Let's go back to this. Is there a um, way that,
2: like, the, the, is there a tool that you can use to have oops, people respond to what the user interface is like on something, like a website, for instance, or the back end? <laughs> I don't maybe. Does anyone know a <laughs> tool that, that we could do about that? Uh... I,
1: I, I even heard they're doing a promotion, and there's only a few licenses
2: free. Well, Matt, if you're listening, get to dopey feedback, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: give some feedback about the get, yeah, get project. some feedback right. about
2: the
1: UI. That's perfect.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> right, okay, we're going to move it on. Um, let's go for this one. This is our third. Justin Tadlock piece. Wow, we really are going soup to nuts on Justin and WP Tavern. This one's called Build Editor Blocks for Clients with the Genesis Custom Blocks plugin. There are actually two pieces about Genesis this week, and I failed to put both of them on the screen. But anyway, Paul, this is you again. I know what they are, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Have you got a history with Genesis? Because I really don't
2: a little bit yeah i did okay. i did uh, dabble with it for a few sites at one point and um and then i switched to generate press after a while but i enjoyed working with genesis because it's very it was a very nice way to build websites i think it was kind of like an artisan way to build websites um but i needed to get things done quicker so i sacrificed quality for time no i didn't if any clients are listening i uh, <laughs> of course not um but I think uh, what Genesis obviously studio press was uh, was brought out by Doy Engine, that's right, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then obviously Genesis has always had a very you know a, a Genesis way of doing things and it is one of the most popular uh, theme frameworks in the whole world history of WordPress. but everything has changed so much now. Uh, Genesis has got to stay relevant. So, what these two articles is about? There's two articles. There's two things that they're doing at Studio of Genesis. One of them is that they're creating a block-based um, theme, which is the other article. But I'll just briefly mention that one. They're sure. creating a, a purely block-based theme, and obviously, they also acquired atomic box blocks, which I think they've called Genesis blocks or Studio yeah. Press blocks or something like no, that. Genesis. Genesis. Let me just get that <clears> right. <throat> Be good to get Genesis
0: custom blocks.
2: Yep. So they're they're trying to reinvent a Genesis way of doing block based uh, websites. So much so that they've they've built this uh, plugin. Um, I'm not sure what its official name is going to be called, but currently it seems to be called Genesis Custom Blocks, and. Essentially what it does is if anyone knows how to create blocks, there's a number of ways that you can do it. One of them is just by hand coding them and you need to know some JavaScript for that. And for those people that don't know how to do that, there is some solutions out there. And one of the big solutions that a lot of people use is um, advanced custom fields, for instance, which you can use to create custom fields, and then assign those to custom blocks that you create. There's other ways, I know Bernard will be saying in a minute in the comments about um, <laughs> the way to do it with pods and stuff like that. So there's a number of solutions that don't require you to know any JavaScript and basically use PHP to create the blocks. But again, you don't need to know PHP either because there's a custom user interface for it. Um, so Genesis, I think they, they like to have it all in so, you know, you, you, you can use the, the PHP hooks that we provide. You can use the blocks that we're providing. And now they're saying, and for the custom fields in your custom blocks, you can use our custom block creator plugin. So instead of, you know, just promoting the ACF, you can do it with ACF Pro because I don't think they want users to have to buy another product, which might get acquired by a different hosting company one day, who knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're creating their own solution so with this particular plugin it looks pretty good but it's um, a long way behind the competition like i say what you can do you can create for instance your own block you can assign a background image to that so that every time a user drags in that block they're filling in the different boxes and you can decide how that's outputted on the front end so it's interesting that they're trying to stay relevant um, these days and my thoughts on it really when i when i was thinking deeply about this was I really think how WordPress has changed, it's very, very difficult for one plugin like StudioPress or Genesis or a theme to be as huge as it was back when it was massive. I I think the days have gone of a huge WordPress plugin, a huge WordPress theme, absolutely dominating because it's, it's opened up the field so much. So to me, this is kind of Genesis trying to stay relevant yeah and shift. Yeah. I don't know what the real Genesis users think about this because it's such a shift in the way they do things. So it's that's, that's what fully,
0: full on, about. isn't it? Full on in with mm-hmm. blocks. It, it, I'm yeah. currently showing on the screen, we've talked a minute ago about Justin feeling he was sometimes a little bit critical. There is a sting in the tail in this article, mm-hmm. which is entitled The Big Problem. And he he's very he's very careful with his language. This is about us about as cross as I've seen Justin ever get. And I'll quote, he says, the plugin commits the greatest sin of WordPress development. It fails to, (laughs) you could only have this on a WordPress uh, blog or podcast, couldn't you? It fails to prefix or namespace its custom functions. So they use things like block underscore field and block underscore value. And they're completely global, which obviously kind of stops the Gutenberg team uh, in the future using what would appear to be fairly, useful names that they might want to keep for themselves so uh you know block underscore field that seems like it could be quite useful elsewhere block underscore value yes as well but anyway so if you're using this just be mindful maybe they'll namespace them all in the future and, and that problem will go away mm. christina i gonna
2: say a worse a worse sin than that is the the classic editing, the core files of WordPress yeah. on uh, websites when you start doing it. So Justin, probably it's probably a bit more advanced and didn't even ever occur to him that that actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But it yes. does. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Christina, Vito, in any order, just whoever interrupts first, if you've got anything to say, if you don't, we'll just move on.
1: I'm going to talk about what uh, Paul mentioned here when it comes to the, cons- the consolidation over of, of uh of the industry and our companies uh you're saying it's going to be hard for companies to become big going into the future in this space because i guess it's uh too saturated right that's the that's that's what you had in mind Paul.
2: yeah yeah it's so changed it, and it's uh it's i don't think you can you can absolutely dominate and capture such a huge audience anymore do you, you mean with a, a theme
0: huge- in
2: particular yeah with a theme or a giant yeah. plugin or something yeah. yeah
1: right so like well that, that's the i think that's one of the beauty uh, one of one of the most beautiful things about wordpress that uh a, everything can happen in this aspect because it's open source and it relies a lot about uh, rely, a, lot, a lot on uh, the community and goodwill from the community uh some things can really take off and I just read an article about Elementor reaching 50 million ARR. Uh, you know, it's like Zapier status. You know, like this is stuff. that's uh, Insane.
2: Yeah. Uh, I forgot about Elementor. Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rather <laughs> new,
1: right? <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. So, so, like, well, they they are like, they are a big exception uh, over there. But uh, uh, but with money coming in from the, from hosting companies like uh, with uh, uh, with this platform, for example. Uh, this thing can definitely happen again and again and you know i even think that the tools that we really take for granted nowadays are just gonna this not maybe not disappear but they're not gonna be a big thing as they were another good example is uh, yoast and the uh, rank math and what happened over the past couple of months uh, there you know when when we were in uh, in uh, word camp uh, europe in last june Uh, they were just starting off right and now this is like a massive massive thing Uh, so um, yeah anything is possible man. Mm
3: -hmm. Christina? Uh, Yeah I haven't used um, Genesis in a while I think since about three years ago I I was all Genesis all in on Genesis and then I think Beaver Builder kicked in so I've been kind of full-on Beaver Builder for a while, especially when they came out with the uh, Themer, Beaver Themer. That changed everything. I was like, oh, the crazy yeah. thing ever. And so I kind of left studio. But I think it goes back with Paul and Vita, what you guys were saying is, you know, to be relevant, they have to really kind of keep up. I think things are changing very, very quickly. And I feel like Genesis kind of missed the mark. It's, I feel like it's like a blockbuster situation. You know, they were they had the, the the skill, they had the developers, they had the time, but they just, they missed something. I don't know, um, somewhere along the way, they didn't quite get the notification that the page builders are coming up. And so I think um, they just, I feel, again, I feel like it's a blockbuster thing. They, they were really good. They still are, um, and there's still some hardcore Genesis fans and it's a very, still very clean theme, clean code, which is so, so important nowadays, um, but, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I kind of with them, like, why would you do block field, block value? Like, what were they thinking? <laughs>
0: but yeah, yeah, it's amazing. a big deal, I,
3: actually. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Everything that you've just said. Exactly
3: yeah. yeah, I'm surprised WordPress, the community, hadn't already used those fields. I'm a little
0: like,
1: some plugins did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bet. Um, yeah, everything that you just said, Christina, it kind of mimics exactly what I think. And I'm I'm going to preface this with saying it's probably what Paul thinks as well, because, you know, literally, you know, along comes Beaver Builder and both of us kind of dropped everything. Mm -hmm. I I didn't have a great heritage before then in WordPress anyway, but I know Paul did, and it all just changed for me at that point. And it it just feels like Genesis isn't – it was being talked about everywhere. You know, there were just articles coming up everywhere when I came into the WordPress space, and it feels like it's going – it's gone the other way, and now maybe they're trying to claw it back. But with the pockets that WP – um, I would say, yeah. WP Engine have got. Who knows? Anything is possible. You can maybe spend your way back into the game. Um, what well, is this? It's
1: a, I think it's a lot of a lot of um, uh, a lot of it is is a matter of mentality. You gotta have the startup mentality to stay ahead of the curve. You know, because uh, if you let yourself, uh, uh, you know, like uh, rest on the laurels. Uh, then, then people are just gonna ride past you. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's uh, and this is exactly what happened in this case and blockbuster as well. Yeah. Uh, you always have to keep, uh, like, you always have to keep that uh, kind of innovative mentality within the business. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the best uh, decisions to make it a core value,
3: mm-hmm.
1: staying innovation innovative, so that this way you have that as uh, as something that you that you really contemplate about. Or, Constantly, like on a daily basis, how can I be ahead of the curve instead of how can I just do what I'm doing?
0: Yeah, I think I think the agile nature of these things is often what what does it right. You know, along comes Netflix and probably Blockbuster just thought, well, this will probably not work out for them. Let's just stay the way we are. And yeah, but, uh, you know, they
1: could have oh. solved it so easily starting <laughs> so a we, pilot with yeah. their mailing list. You know, starting yeah. with pilot. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah, yeah, easy. Yeah. 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 It is It is amazing. Um, but
3: on the same flip side of that, and it goes back to Beaver Builder and Elementor and all these page builders, it's been about three or four years and, and Gutenberg is now out. And I don't see a lot of cross working with, with Gutenberg block editor. So when is you know, these page builders going to start figuring out how are we going to work with Gutenberg? How are we going to work with block editors? So I think hopefully they're thinking about that, but until there's going to be another company, if they don't, there'll be another company that's going to come right along and say, I got the next greatest thing. It's Beaver Builder and Gutenberg all in one. Yeah. Well, now I can't jump ship because I've got so many websites on Beaver Builder, and right. you know, my license goes with it. So I'm hoping, but that's not to say the next iteration in the next 10 years or five years, whatever, of, the, of new websites that I start to build that has that new, because it's just better and it's cleaner code. Faster performance is more excellent, and I can do more with it. So,
0: do you know that's really interesting. I think the the legacy is what keeps a lot of these things going. So, mm-hmm. I, I am I'm wondering how many new websites get built with Genesis, and how many websites are every year just updated to the latest version of Genesis. A good friend of mine, David Worms, who I do the podcast with, he's got a he's got a whole slew of uh, Genesis websites. He won't build anything with Genesis, uh, to my knowledge, these days, but he'll still be. I don't know if he's paying for his Genesis license or if he's all in on a lifetime deal or whatever, but that stuff's just gonna stay on Genesis. And he's thankful that it was so good because he says it never breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything he builds is gonna be Beaver Builder, and his favorite theme, whatever that might You're be.
3: Large, there was there was um, Genesis, and then Beaver Builder came out with a very simple plugin. So I had Genesis websites with the Beaver Builder, you know, editor inside the plugin, and that was great. But then I went full on. Um, that, but just, just, just so folks know and developers know that it's not going to stop me. So if Beaver Builder starts to go downhill; it's not going to stop me. I'll just have to keep maintaining those. But I will go and get a, a better theme.
2: Yeah. If,
3: it's, if it improves performance, improves my yeah. time, and my client's time, and I get a better product out of it, I will switch over. But and um, like I'm not switching to Elementor because it's like the same to me. Yeah. Um, you know,
0: just to, an important um, news update from the the spending review of Christopher Hughes, uh, he's bought Beaver Builder as well, uh, he's just admitted <laughs> they, they just keep coming. What we need is a sort of an annual budget, like a bit that. like the in the UK, Richie Sunak, <laughs> the Chancellor of the Exchequer, stands up and gives us the load. What yeah. we need is an annual Christopher Hughes spending review, just uh, a, yeah, you know, Like a report, <laughs> a <media laughs> report
3: or something. Yeah. So, well, Sean asked a question, if Genesis is so good, why switch to Beaver Builder? It was a completely different tool. It's just, a, it, Genesis is one tool, Beaver Builder is a totally different tool. And it just did way more.
0: For oh, I missed that one. I'm sorry. Who was that? Sean O'Neill. Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, and then Peter, Peter goes on to say, Genesis doesn't have a page builder. I think um, she's answering to Sean as well and um but in a way they're trying to kind of kind of i don't know reverse engineer one with their purchase of uh, atomic blocks and their block base so you can see kind of see what they're trying to do but they don't have their leader anymore brian gardner isn't part of the situation you know he's and only last week we featured one of his tweets where he was kind of laughing at the uh you know, him trying to just use the block editor and trying to figure out how to do something. And so, um, yeah, you know, I think if, some, if somebody invented a user interface that was as good as Beaver Builder or good as Elementor, but it actually made use of blocks. Mm-hmm. So it just said, you know what? The block editor isn't really working as a UI. We're going to make a UI that feeds into it, Mm -hmm. And you can switch to the back end a bit like when Divi, you know, Divi still does, doesn't it? It has its front end and its back end, and so does Bakery because those plugins go back far enough to not have front end editing. So if someone feels to me that that's going to happen with the block editor, either they'll do it themselves or somebody is already working on it and is building a front end UI to do what happened with Divi and Bakery to give us a front end, usable front end um, editor.
1: Mm-hmm. wouldn't that make more sense for Gutenberg to do it from the beginning because everything went to the front end anyway it is as a logical step because scripts are running on the front end uh everything is happening as it should you can't do you can't get the same experience in the back end as you would with the, on the front uh, so I, I didn't get that step from the beginning it should have been edit with good Gut, with Gutenberg you go to the front like beaver builder or Elementor or yeah. these guys
0: right right um Andrew Palmer's mentioning Gutenberg Hub, which gets quite a lot of attention from yes. Justin. Justin Tadlock does actually talk about this quite a lot. So we'll just very quickly show you this project, which is really nice. Yeah, he's uh, we'll a great guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, just like, if there's one person on this planet, apart from Vito, who doesn't sleep, and that's not because of his new child, it's because he just doesn't sleep. Um, it's it's this guy, Munir Kamali, just like, how, how many things can you do at once successfully? Oh, this is his as well. Wow. I, I'm, I'm sure this is his, right? Isn't this money, his? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's just yeah. a ton of amazing resources, basically. switch Switch Gutenberg on, go to this website, yeah, find yeah. what you like, copy a bit of code, paste it in. And you're off to the races. It's really good. Um, and Justin has been banging the gong of it for a while and like really bigging him up, which I think is well deserved. So that's com. Yeah. It's very rare on this podcast that we successfully have a segue, and I had one, and it's gone. I've completely forgotten what it was. Um, It was all to do with the fact that, oh, I know, I know. It was that some companies can come out of apparently nowhere and suddenly become, like, ubiquitous, and you can't stop hearing about them. And thus it was, about with this this lot, this is a a WP Builds podcast episode. I mean, you know, we did a podcast with um, Jewel from... Uh, fluent forms fluent forms do fluent forms they do ninja tables they now do fluent crm this is one of those companies where i've i've basically if they build it i'll buy it and a year ago i don't think i'd heard of them and now everything that they do so these are one of the companies that have maintained in my facebook group it does just go to show that you can like who would have thought that you could come along with a plug-in that is a form, plugin, yes, and actually <laughs> get get a decent stab at the market share, and it was it was an intelligently low lifetime deal, which got it. I think a lot of people interested, and then came up with this CRM product this last couple of months, which has really got some great plaudits. I, I have a copy of it. I haven't deployed it, so I can't mention it really. But it, I think it speaks a little bit to what Vito says. Maybe you can't become the only one that anybody's talking about, like like Genesis did. But it does speak to the fact that these guys, they have been able to... Um, you can't really see a lot on the screenshot. Anyway, it's a podcast. Go listen to it. Um, crack the market. Yeah, you can do it. It is, it is possible. But I wonder, I do wonder if... If there's a ton of people who've tried to crack plugins, to, let's say forms, who've just fallen on their face, and they had a they had a good tailwind and good marketing strategy, great team, listen to the listen to the feedback from their audience, and so on, and just anyway, there you go, just a nice. I
2: tell you, you know, yeah. this plugin, uh, that company, for instance, they've got um they've got something right uh, for sure. And the two things that I notice about that company is number one. Um, they utilize their personal brand quite a lot. So in the, in the form space, you could say that's a totally crowded market, but you know, it's difficult to name someone who's leading one of the form companies. It's, uh, I think right. it was one that got bought out recently. Um, the Gravity Forms is obviously the most famous form plugin, but I think the, the founder of Gravity Forms is kind of notoriously um, quiet, doesn't really come out and say much in the community so much. And um, those guys are pretty vocal. You know, they're in the communities and stuff like that. And the second thing that they've got um, is that they're able to see what their predecessors did without having to go through that whole learning curve. And, um, you know, that's kind of what Vito, you were able to benefit from that. You know, there's a bunch of different plugins. Well, there's like probably one WordPress plugin that you compete with, and then there's a lot of SaaS products that you compete with. And, you you know, you can see what those people have done and add personal brand to it. And guess what? That's what you did, Vito. And it worked yeah. out pretty well yeah. for you as well. So I think that is like a way to do things now is to, yeah. you know... Well, sorry, I, I would say sorry. It's, it's,
0: I, I have to. Sorry. I have to interrupt. We interrupt ah, this right to bring you a special,
2: right. a special bulletin.
0: This <laughs> 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 so, has also bought a lifetime <laughs> game of General <laughs> Cress, just so that you know. Uh, this is so good. It's, it's the point that everything that we say, he bought this year. You know, we could have gone so in the opposite direction, <laughs> but it's lovely. And I don't know. He's got a good sense of humor, so I believe that we can. Uh, we can do this. Anyway, sorry. good <laughs> an
3: afternoon <laughs> away for a moment oh my god
0: (laughs) just walk away
1: chris
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i that was i had to do that um but i think (laughs) vito you were about to speak and i apologize for interrupting i I was
1: i was going to uh respond to uh, what uh, you were saying paula i agree uh, a personal brand is because this community this uh industry is driven by community and driven by this stuff you know us sitting here and talking about this and happens. Uh, throughout the week, in other in other forms, uh, uh, you know, no pun intended, but uh, but when it comes to uh, to who, who I think uh, uh, like it's the personal brand, but it also has a lot of another thing that you could see in all of these uh, new um, let's let's say the new generation of products in the space, you know, from the past couple of years that are kind of rising, and I think uh, if I may say about myself, uh, we like it's about the broader vision. So WordPress used to be a concept about like a lot of plugins still do. It's the very niched out function and you get that function. That's it, you know, and as people are uh, um, and as as, uh, this uh, community evolves, it becomes more about platforms. And I think that the ones that really win look at the full solution. Rather than uh, rather than trying to look at uh, just that tiny uh, fragmented kind of flow of how I can do just this, and even if we're looking at at company like Gravity Form, and I'm an avid Gravity Form user, I've been using them for more than I think more than ten years now, been on the developer license there, uh, but uh, um, but it stayed the same, you know, it very much stayed the same. Uh, so so it was really easy for other plugins to come and say, okay. It's not enough to have just uh, just a, a straight up like list of fields. You also yeah. need to style yeah. them. You also need to do this. You also need to do that, and that would brought in that would brought form like really above uh, above the rest in that aspect. Yeah. Another one feel- that did exactly the same is Elemental, that went on to to like say, all right, why would you need a, a pop up plugin? Let's. Let's do a pop-up widget. Why would you need uh, this and that? And it's all included in there. And we're taking the same approach instead of just looking at like why? Why would should there only be stickers? Because like uh, those visual points that I used to use with Envision, that's what they did. Uh, it's it's just uh, the means to the end. It's not the it's not the core of it. So if you look at the entire solution of for us, it's solving the project delivery as a whole. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that you saw building through the dashboard and through other things. So I think that this is like a, I agree, personal brand, but it's also an expanded vision that solves a bigger problem than just that one, uh, you know, change the add categories to pages, you know, like Mm. this kind of type of stuff.
0: Oh this is this is a great episode I'm enjoying this there's lots of mm-hmm. lots of fun in the comments and stuff it's great I'm loving it thanks uh, thanks to the three of you and all those people who are making comments really appreciate it uh, this is just very quick I'll just mention this literally as a news item that we haven't really got time to discuss it but if you're a Kinsta user they released a zero hassle performance monitoring tool this week you you go into your mykinsta.com uh find sites click on the site name and then it's right near the bottom it says monitoring you basically switch it on they make the point that it um it does it does impoverish performance i imagine it's very slight but it starts to measure things you then leave it for a period of time while your site is being used by end users and then come back switch it off and gather up the data i switched it on about an hour before on a couple of websites uh, and let's—I'll have a look. Maybe, maybe next week, come back and see if there's anything useful in there. But just to know, if you're a Kinsta user, you've got a new thing, and it's free. It's on every plan. Um, so there we go. Right. And the very final thing I'm going to mention this week is possibly the most important piece of news this this year. Frankly, um, you know, COVID—it <laughs> was quite important. But the an obelisk appearing. In the middle of Utah, I think we can all agree, is of cataclysmic importance. This is such a great story. There's a, presumably, a person has made an obelisk and then driven it and then walked a heck of a long way. I mean, it's really off the grid. And they put this obelisk in the ground, like 2001-styly. It was found by these people who were cattle ranchers and they were counting, I don't know, cows or sheep or something. And they saw a shadow. So they landed their helicopter. There it was. And then eventually, a couple of days later, some people found it. And uh, now it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's, I, I hope it's the same person who made it. Has uh, Well, maybe it was the aliens, let's be honest, that's probably the most likely story, isn't it? You know, the aliens came, planted it, and then just got (laughs) weary of the news coverage, fed up of their Twitter feed being full of it, came and took it away to brush it under the carpet. That was a mistake. We accidentally (laughs) dropped our monolith onto planet Earth. Anyway, such a great (laughs) stuff. I love quirky stuff like this. Presumably... Somebody did this and is having a right laugh at our expense. Apparently, if you actually got up close to it, like a couple of intrepid people did, who trekked throughout the night to find it. Mm. Um, apparently, it's not quite as cool as it looks like. There's a couple of rivet holes that have got rivets missing and stuff like that. So It's not the, it's not the, imp- it's not the perfect thing. Anyway, there we go. So uh, isn't it cute? That's a great story. There you go. That's all we got for you. We keep it very brief now. We used to do this long, drawn-out ending, but um, just very briefly. Anything happening this week? I'm trying not to spend money. That'll sum it up for me. Vito, Paul, Christina. Let's start with uh, let's start with Vito.
1: Um I have loads of unpacking to do, so I'll be pretty much uh, there. I have my gym to build, uh, uh, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Nice. And yeah, wrapping up Black Friday. Um, this is uh, this is the from. On the business aspect, this is the weekly focus.
0: Cool. Uh, Christina.
3: Uh, you're asking what our weekly focus is for this week?
0: No, just anything that you're going to be you know, engage with this week, anything you want to tell us about really?
3: Uh, well, I bought a company, so I'm still trying to merge with them. We've got a lot of processes we're trying to build out together and are just learning more about their, comp- about their pro- customers. So that's still kind of doing that. It's trying to combine processes from one company and my company and figuring out which are the best process and checklists nice. and stuff like that. It's really like, <laughs> it's very time consuming. Yeah. Um, And just trying to learn how somebody else does their job and does their, does their agency. So we're trying to merge, but um,
0: wait, wait. you, you didn't buy this uh, on Black Friday yeah, special right. deal. <laughs> Tommy, I might have you on this, but I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it on Black Friday. Yeah, oh,
3: yeah. All of a sudden,
0: yeah. well, that's that, what, a, what a great, what a great bit to announce at the end. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit more, if you like? That sounds intriguing.
3: Uh oh, it's just another local Houston uh, WordPress company here. So we both were very involved together in uh, the WordPress community, and we just had very similar um customer service relationship we had the very same kind of outlook when it comes to running an agency Uh, so he decided he wanted to do something else but he's still part of the company so we kind of still have some uh history you know i can ask him questions and things so yeah, uh one of the good ways of growing your business is just you know uh, merging buying another company so
0: yeah that's nice that's really cool second thank one, you
3: second one this year actually so
0: yeah wow okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have you back on in a few weeks time and maybe there'll be a third <laughs> You're yeah. on the yeah. Yeah.
3: um
0: thank you for that that's really nice news paul anything for you this week
2: no, nothing of note so yeah. uh yeah i got nothing yeah, just, uh, uh, I would just, just... Try and get to the bottom of my inbox. Oh, yeah. yeah mine that. has
0: got to be just delete, 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 delete. delete. Yeah. That's all mine needs. Uh, speaking of which, this was posted by Christopher Hughes. Uh, during the article about the uh, the monolith, he bought it for Black Friday <laughs> and uh, he let it shipped back to uh, to wherever he is right now. That's brilliant. There is, there was so many nice comments. It really makes it worth doing when people comment. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. We'll be back this time next week. I can't honestly tell you off the top of my head who we'll be joined with. Paul Lacey will be one of them. But um, thank you so much, guys, for joining us this week. We'll see you at 2 p.m., UK time next Monday. This is This Week in WordPress. Signing off. Take care. Thanks, Vito. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Christina.